hello and welcome back into the pitching tent, the tent that you enter in which to pitch. Uh, I think that makes sense, but uh, if it that's doesn't... The, it... That's the only <laughs> meaning that those two words can possibly have. Yes, uh, that is the meaning we choose to have and all others have been wiped from the internet. Specifically the internet. Correct. If you find like an old book, it might still be in there, but like, who's looking at books these days? Um, that other voice you hear... We only have the power to control the entire internet. <laughs> yeah. We can't go back into books, unfortunately. Yeah. And book burning's kind of frowned upon these days. So. <laughs> uh, that I other... hope that's the pit. <laughs> <laughs> that other uh, lovely voice you hear is my co-host for this show, as always, uh, oh, Dominic. Yes, hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Morgan. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, that's good. Ready to hear uh, a pitch that will change the world forever. <laughs> I, I am so ready. I, I can only imagine... That's a bit high standards. <laughs> Lower your expectations we have a bit. High to be standards fair, that the is show. the submission requirement. Yeah. <laughs> so that other voice you may be hearing is, uh, if you're familiar with the network, uh, host of one of our other shows, Second World Problems. Uh, wonderful show. I don't know if anyone... Dom, have you listened to it? No. <laughs> yep. I knew it. I put him on the spot. There it is. Oh, dear. I have not been oh, listening to that, any podcasts recently. That face was I so just, worried. I have been <laughs> I have an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, welcome. I'm not driving anywhere. I can't <laughs> I can't listen to podcasts. That's fair. And it's hard to listen to podcasts when you're editing other podcasts or videos. So that, that's understandable. Uh, welcome, Finn. How are you today? I'm all good, Morgan. Thank you for having me on a different show. <laughs> One that isn't mine. And that I don't have to do as much work for. Yeah, it's you still had to do work. You've got a pitch, but I, I feel that, I feel like from what I've heard, uh, yeah, Dom and I fair. are going to be doing a lot of heavy lifting and beefing out this you pitch. Are. <laughs> you are. But yeah, I, I mean, this is a show that requires you to have done some homework beforehand. So I'm not entirely sure that you get a free pass just to show well, up. Well, no, I've, do, I've done the homework. It's just that this is significantly still less homework than I do for my show. Yeah, which you would know, fair Dom, enough, if, you've listened, if you'd listened to it. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm sorry. But also, like, if I'm, if I'm coming at you with a pitch, I'm going to go to the, the experts to help them, you know, to help me, yeah, yeah. you know, make something that, that we all deserve, you know, to, be, to make the best product. I and think you guys are the are, experts. We are the experts. We are the opposite, I think, of Shark Tank, where they just provide the funding. But, you know, you know, they shit all over your idea and, you know, <laughs> if, if, they, they really don't provide much support. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. the complete opposite. I have to provide all the funding, but <laughs> yes, you will you help me with the my idea. <laughs> but we'll talk through it with yeah, you. Yeah, we'll talk but... through it and claim Hence the idea. Hence why it's going to be a good and 10 yes. years before this project gets off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> But, but it will yeah, get off the we'll, ground. We'll help develop the program, the project, and in return, the only thing we ask of you is all of the rights. Yeah, I give up every. I get nothing, not even money. No, not even a credit, just nothing. No, in, in fact, right. your name will be stripped from this the credits a, of this episode. This is a cursed project, anyway. So yeah. you guys are welcome to it. The the rights of this specific product may get become an issue but we'll talk about that later yeah, on the track for actually, now that's true let's just get into it I'm, i'll just say that i believe that this is a sequel to a to an already established property it's so a, uh it's a third okay. tri- it's the, the trilogy it's movie. the trilogy it's the trilogy fin- the, the movie that finishes the trilogy so with that i'll pass yes. over right. to finn and you can uh pitch movie us. territory yep yeah i'll get right into it so this uh this pitch was actually requested by morgan on my other podcast so what i'm pitching today is National Treasure 3, hence why I need your help I mean, to make sold. it the best <laughs> National Treasure 3 movie it can possibly be. 100%. I am there. Dom, have you, am, are you right. familiar with the National Treasure series? I just rewatched both of them oh, the other perfect. week. <laughs> Delightful movies. Yeah, so we're getting so Nicolas Cage. This. We're getting Nicolas Cage back. We're getting the whole team of back for so this final installment. We'll finish it off the way it deserves. So my idea mm-hmm. is that a lot of the treasure they've done in the past might have some issues um, as to who owns it. So this time sure. we're going for treasure that's already been stolen once. So there's no issue as to who then gets to own it. So what I'm thinking is this story is going to be specifically about pirate treasure. Ooh, you have me. Oh. Okay. So there's two facts that I've, that I've got 
that we're going to scaffold the rest of the movie around. Sure. Because we don't have a team of historians and also it's national treasure, so who gives a shit, you know? I don't think they two... had a team of historians. <laughs> exactly. Um, we, have, we have two facts and then everything else we can make up as we go. I feel like so... that's one more fact than they did, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Well, unfortunately, some of it's a bit unavoidable because, because of what, what we're going to be going into. So, okay. basically... This is going to be, so they usually take like, they have like one focus historical figure, like they had like the founding fathers and then they had the guy's, Nicolas Cage's ancestor guy Mm -hmm. um, and all that stuff in the second one about the assassination. So our historical figure is going to be Israel Hands and Edward Teach as in Blackbeard. So it's going to be a story about the Queen Anne's revenge, which had all of supposedly had all of Blackbeard's treasure on board. So, fact one, Israel Hands, though he may, like most people know him as a fictional character from Treasure Island, he's actually a real person, and he was an intimate of Blackbeard, but he wasn't present on Ocracoke Island when Blackbeard was attacked by the Navy and died. He was suffering from, recovering from an injury in North Carolina and then was taken to Virginia to stand trial with a bunch of other pirates. So Blackbeard died, he survived, he was convicted of piracy, but then he was pardoned for rolling over on his fellow pirates. Um, Not necessarily a great, great idea, but like he did survive. So he like spent some time in jail and then he left. And then he completely disappears from historical record. He's just gone. We never hear of Israel hands again. A mystery. I like that. There is a possible account of him begging in London, but it's not definitive and you can't like, Someone's just like, oh, yeah, I know. I think I saw Israel Hands the other day in London. Like, that's it. No. Like, it's not. He basically just completely disappears. No one knows exactly what happened to him. The other fact is that the Queen Anne's Revenge and the adventure, which was Israel's ship, were ran aground. And then in recent times, a wreck off the coast of North Carolina has been confirmed as the Queen Anne's Revenge. But there's no, been no significant evidence of treasure found aboard. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So coming off the second national treasure is the is the is the president asked Nicholas Cage for for help with the page in the president's book. Yeah, so forty seven. Why or something? is I don't yeah? So how did how did this sort of story end up in the president's book? So I sort of thought that in order to sort of get this back into the president's book, so like pull it all together, when mm-hmm. Israel Hands was ar- arrested he hands over a coded document that is supposed to reveal the location of Blackbeard's treasure and he gives it to like a court official or the governor at the time and it's part of his pardon deal. He hands over the document in order and rolls over on his fellow pirates in order to go free. Um, And it ends up either in the president's book because, yeah, so it ends up in the president's book but no one has been able to decode the document because Blackbeard had the cipher key to it and no one's been able to find it. This is so National Treasure Territory. <laughs> and then what's happened is the cipher has been preserved in the wreck of the Queen, Queen Anne and taken to the labs of the people who are currently researching that wreck. But mm-hmm. no one thinks, no one knows it's the cipher key. Um, I'm thinking like Treasure Pleasant style. It's like a carved hunk of metal that like Nicolas Cage has to steal and then somehow crack yep. Yep. open, mm-hmm. maybe literally to find the cipher key. Um, my other thing that I want to work in is I feel that the president in NT3 carrying on from National Treasure 2 should have some sort of close connection to the treasure or the mystery. So I thought maybe he is descended from the official or governor, uh, who is descended from like the official or governor, who Israel gave a description of the cipher device to, which he recorded but never put into the president's book. So the president has that as a personal mm-hmm. document and rather than And that's why they're so interested in that specific part yes, of the book. That's yep. why he specifically asked for that page to yeah. be looked at. I love the interconnectedness so of it. I like this. So we got a couple things going on here. We've got, you know, the heist element where we gotta steal the thing. We've got we're not quite sure what the president's intentions are. Yes. At the end of the day, like I'm liking this. Yeah, and like the thing about it is because it's private treasure, it's it would be like twice stolen in a way. So it would mm. be stolen originally as pirate treasure, and then if they find it, there will be sort of it could you know maybe they could keep it, but also like if it 
if the president is involved, then technically it belongs to the government of the country it was found in, if you can't trace its original owners. So then it's like maybe he wants like the treasurer to help him fund his next election campaign or something. I don't know. I reckon we've got to have some like president double crossing here where it's like, you know, oh, we're going to put it in the Smithsonian or something. But then the president's like, actually, no, I'm going to nick it all for myself. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. To build a wall. Yeah. (laughs) Or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea that, so we get into Nick Cage is working for the president at the start, right? And then we are presented with a villain, which we will discuss. I personally think it should be a descendant of that friend who survived, Hans or whatever. But we'll get yeah, into that. Hans. I don't. So there's like that's the villain. They're also after the treasure. And maybe we mm-hmm. later on point we have a turning point where like this other person is actually maybe more on the right. They want it like, and they have a better yeah. reason. And the president turns out to be like bad. I don't know. Yeah, that that's sounds, where I have a feeling this should go. I like go. that idea. That yeah. sounds good. Because yeah, at the at this point there isn't like a aside from the president who you would probably be, like the you would you would you would think during the movie that the president's a bit iffy, but he's not like he's not presented as an outright villain, so we still need like mm. a villain character or someone yeah. who, to cause conflict, like to put pressure on the treasure hunt because there's always yeah. that other person who's looking for it at the same time. Yeah, and I think mm. like a descendant of that other person who survived makes sense, like within the yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think and then they could also have a description of what the cipher looks like. So there's two people who know the president who gives the description to Nick Cage and then this other person who's also looking for it, who may be even on the original lab team who found the wreck or something like that. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Like this could be someone who already has resources behind them and like maybe, maybe um, they are funding this research and, and Nick Cage has to steal the, the cipher off of him and yeah. he doesn't co- know he knows he's got the cipher somewhere in this ship they've recovered but doesn't know what it is yet or something like yeah. that but nick cage does know what it is somehow yeah yeah i yeah. like that i think this has some decent meat on the bone already which is great to see <laughs> and i think it does connect with the other two which is kind of important because it's a like trilogy yeah, yeah. Carrying it's, it's on. the wrapping up of it yeah so i assume we're gonna get riley back because riley's the best character correct um, and then there's, there's Abigail as well. Do you want to get her back? And also his dad. So here's, here's my thing with this. So I was going to bring mm-hmm. this up at some point. It's in my notes. So uh, the second movie came out in 2007. It has been 13 years since then in real time. <laughs> oh, uh, we, so I didn't I'm, think about that, actually. I'm all forgetting Nick Cage back. I'm all forgetting Riley's one of my favorites. I'm all forgetting Riley, Abigail back. I think, though, we need a new character... That's to, true. That is mm-hmm. that brings it forward in time to get current audiences invested. Say yes. like, yeah. So I don't, and then we need to figure out like the time that has passed within like between the second movie and third movie within because like a lot has changed in our world politically and yeah. stuff. And and it's mm. like, well, we can set it back then or directly after and use the same actor as the president and stuff, and then deal with some well, more current <laughs> stuff. But or is there a gap and they have a kid and the kid is the new like that's our big thing in films these days is you have a child who's like accessible to a younger audience and they're taking that's like true. Bumblebee. So maybe stuff. Those, these are the things we like, need to talk about. It can be Nick Cage and Abigail's kid. You can decide on the status of their marriage, <laughs> but Nick Cage has been, he's been meaning to get around to this, but the president, like whoever was the president at the time, like he's no longer president maybe, but like well, I- he hasn't had time to do it. So the kid's like, he's yeah, picked it up. <laughs> this is the problem is we've backed ourselves into a corner here yeah. where at the end of the second movie, the president's like, hey, Nicolas Cage, can you help me with this thing? <laughs> and now it's a decade later. <laughs> it's yeah. like, hey, hey, Nick, I really need you to get around to that thing. Yeah. So the question is, do we, do we just make it in current times, but we set it back after the first movie? Like, is that... Maybe. I think it's a mid-2000s Maybe we make it sort piece. of like... Maybe we make it a thing within a thing. So, like, we have, like, back the back then, Nicolas Cage, maybe he, he found the treasure. Yeah, but okay. then he he decided that he wasn't going to hand it over. He wasn't going to hand over the location. So he, rather than, he did, he just walked away. He just left mm. it. And now. We have the kid following like, in his footsteps. Yeah, the kid following, find... yeah, in his yep. footsteps to, like, find his dad's like final 
his supposal final hunt that like you know maybe he wants to know why he chose to walk away at that at that point why he chose to become like a normal dad or whatever or something like that yeah i think mm. that's a good because that that addresses like so nicholas cage did carry on the thing directly after the last movie but then something happened maybe that's when the double cross with the president happened i don't know and then he like hides he rehides it and walks away or he finds it and then walks away and no one else can find it he's the only one who's been able to find it so then the kid is retracing his steps and then so that's more that's now so we ha- kind of have like this movie covers both times between the end of the last movie and now and now it's kind of like oh split between the two we have like flashbacks or yeah we, yeah i think that's a good way of approaching it mm. considering the the time difference <laughs> yeah, the between time difference. the last movie and now <laughs> i don't know I, we just need to figure out how that works with a villain wise and like what the motivations are i don't know don't yeah, because there's a lot that face. needs... Well, there's, there's just, like, there's a lot that needs to happen then is the only problem. And, like, in in setting up all of that that's happened, you might as well just set the movie back in, you know, whenever whenever it is, tw- 2009 or whatever. <laughs> 2007. You know, because yeah. it's, like, because you've got to run through all of those, like, things that have happened to get us to our current place. It's, like, maybe it's better if if we just have like a quick scene of, of him abandoning it or turning down the president or whatever. And, and then we have to come back to it years later. Yeah. Cause then, yeah, like, like my only worry is that, you know, if we start doing like, okay, this film's taking place in these two timelines, we've got this section of like the hunt, you know, back in the day. And now the new one with the kid, it's like, well, why don't we just show just shoot the whole movie as yeah. a period piece? <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. But it's also I, li- like- I do like this idea of having, you know, there was some event that meant that he couldn't actually search for that treasure. And then maybe it's maybe it's something like the the birth of the child, you know, is mm. what has caused him to step back you know, and give up treasure hunting and step yeah. back. And now years later, um this this kid now wants to take up his uh dad's final final treasure hunt that he never got to do i like that i like yeah that i like that too that's a bit that's a bit less complicated <laughs> which is good <laughs> because national treasures are fame are a famously complicated and convoluted movie <laughs> so to be fair they really are <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of very tenuous links yeah. in those films but it works they pull it off and uh some of it might have to do just with the charm of nick cage Mm. To be fair, what we do need to do is add in more complexity to the treasure hunt because it can't be as simple as well. There's we've got cipher. The cipher decodes a treasure map. We need puzzles. We we get the cipher. Yeah, Yeah. we need all of that sort of thing. And then where is the treasure in the end? Yeah, that's a good question. I think yeah, we need to figure out where the treasure is and work backwards. I sort of thought because I I I thought about that as part of was like when I was planning. I think the fact that they haven't found like significant evidence of treasure in the Queen Anne's Revenge means mm-hmm. that it's likely not like in our movie it means that it's likely not there. Yeah. Um I was thinking that potentially he put it Goonie style on like a different ship because basically Blackbeard run ran a bunch of ships aground and then just stole other people's and went off with those. Including so, including the Queen Anne's Revenge and then the adventure, which was Israel Handship. So yeah, I was sort of thinking maybe like Goonie style is just like on a ship in a I, cave somewhere. The ship they found isn't even the Queen Anne's Revenge. That's got to be a twist at some point where it's like, this isn't the original yeah. Queen Anne's Revenge. Like that's, you know, I feel like that's a nice pivotal like twist yeah. that you know, halfway through <laughs> or something through, yeah. to throw in. Yeah. So like, there's two. There was like. They or find a discovery the that the actual, there are clues. So what if the original Queen Anne's Revenge was swapped with another ship, right? And this other ship that is actually the original um, ship has ended up as a tourist trap type thing. And then we get to have a fun scene of Nicolas Cage breaking into like the, um, what's the one docked in Melbourne called? I don't know, but I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. One of those things. Um yeah where he has to sort of search for um, clues hidden on that while also not arousing the suspicion, suspicion of a tour guy. Which is a classic staple of these movies. Yeah. 
Classic. So I like that. Um, I like the idea of like, yeah, so they have like the two, we find out the Queen Anne Revenge was like, yeah, it has like a sister ship called something like the Mm -hmm. Queen Anne's Redemption or something stupid like that. Just Queen (laughs) Anne. Just Queen Anne and then Queen Anne's Revenge. And then, so yeah, there's, that's a big discovery is that uh, it was actually two ships that he had. And then, so there Mm. is this separate ship that is supposedly laden with treasure that he has abandoned Mm. somewhere. And then that's going to be the final location resting place. Yeah. And it should. I really like this ship thing because this ties us into the top of the first movie where they're on a uh, yeah. discovered ship. Yeah, the Charlotte. Like, yeah. yeah. In Antarctica, which is like, yeah, pretty isolate place. <laughs> Isolated, <laughs> that's the word. Uh, so, yeah, I think we need. Because, like, in the second movie, it turns out to be like mm-hmm. under Mount Rushmore. In the yeah. first yeah. movie, it's like under a. Ch- like, it's got to be a location where this thing is, right? Like. It can't just be like, oh, it, also it was on a beach. It has to be an American location, location. because yeah, it's yeah. national yeah. treasure. Because it's about America. It's that's, in Venice that's Beach. That's why yes. the wreck off North Carolina like makes sense mm. because it's North Carolina. It's still American. Um, but yeah, the American landmarks in North Carolina. I'm not familiar with this story very much. What t- sort of time period are we talking about here? So you're talking about the golden age of piracy, which was like 17. It was like 15 years in the early 1700s. Okay. Let's look for some like... So I think it's like 1715 or something. Let's see what sort of um, monuments and things. They have the Cape Hatteras built. Lighthouse. <laughs> you guys keep going. I'll, I'll look for... Yeah. All you look first. What do we you got? Look for stuff. <laughs> Mostly just houses. <laughs> just houses. That's not Yeah, helpful. like, you know, like, like, yeah, important houses that were owned by people. I mean, it doesn't have to Nothing. Be, I mean, we've got the twist of there being another ship and it's in America. It doesn't have to be an iconic location. I feel like we're really narrowing. Maybe it could just be like a ship oh, here we go. in a museum like... or something. <laughs> Like, like a maritime museum. Like, old state house in Boston was was built in seventeen thirteen. This sort of thing. So the ship is under the old state house. No, maybe the treasure was moved. Maybe. Oh, the treasure was moved. So it could be any time after that, or something like that, couldn't it? So what if the so they they find out there's two ships, right? <laughs> Which is a big mm-hmm. twist, and then they're looking for a ship. But then they find out that the ship was actually deconstructed and they of turned course. it into a house. Like the president's death. No, no, no. no, sort no. Of and it was... ship is the, the real ship is the tourist trap and maybe it has has the real cipher on it or something. Yep. So the ship that they've, they've dug up actually doesn't have anything on it. And the thing they steal that says it's a cipher is actually like maybe it's a, you know, when you use its cipher it, and decode the map. Or decode the page in the president's pen. It's like, lol, you got the wrong ship. <laughs> but it'll be it'll be like a rhyming thing, like a poem or something. Oh like yeah, no, it'll be a, it'll definitely be a rhyming thing. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't For just sure. say lol. <laughs> lol, you got the wrong ship, Blackbeard. <laughs> We're just outlining it here. We're not yeah. actually writing all of the, the old know, it's timey. Just, it's just so that, then what happens, Dom? In that in that scenario then they find then they're like oh maybe maybe there is a clue in there though where you know some some sort of the secret lies with charlotte type um inscription at the bottom of the lol captain backbeard message (laughs) and that leads them to that the the touristy ship yep yep i Um, also like this is a really minor detail but like i think the message that says the the lol Captain Blackbeard message should be written directly to Israel, to be like, mm. haha, I didn't trust you. You don't yeah. get my treasure, yeah. sort of thing. Yep. Yeah. Like so that. it could be like, like a that. letter to Israel or something. Like fuck you. <laughs> I also yeah, I like the idea. So the, there's the shipwreck that they found, and then the tourist mm-hmm. ship maybe they rebuilt to uh to and it floats on water. <laughs> And they, they, they sneak on to try and figure out. And then in the end, the way they have to, they're like, the way they get what they need to do is they have to sail it away. So sail the ship. And or, and they sink it and then they get what they need when it's underwater and then scoot away or something like, elaborate like oh, that. Oh, I like this idea. Yeah. 
Yeah, they've got a steal. Like that we see them go yes. in. We see them go in and they find what they're looking for, but it's really hard to get to. So they're like, how do we do it? And they steal the ship, sink it and do it while it's underwater. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Something elaborate like that, I think, is a, yes. a great s- That would scene. be really good. Yeah. So, okay. So there's this shipwreck on the outside. Um, turns out to not be the real ship, but it leads them to a real ship that's actually a tourist attraction. And they were switched. And then they have to steal the Pollywood side and sink it in order to get something off it <laughs> that is the real cipher that leads them to a building. And in the basement of the building is either the treasure or another step towards the treasure. Oh, it has to be another step. This treasure just can't be in a basement of a building somewhere. Okay, okay. So easy. what? Okay. <laughs> what if they're isn't a treasure, right? Because we did have that fake out at the end of the second one, didn't we? Or am I remembering a different film where they're like, oh no, well that was at the end of the first one where there was like, oh, there's no treasure. Yeah, there's no treasure. And then, and then they ha- go through yeah. the other bit of the door and there's treasure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but maybe we actually do this in the end. And it's like, no, the treasure was America. <laughs> what? No, yeah, I think that's that... awful. <laughs> if the treasure... That's not no? satisfying. I feel and like America, the treasure is something. I, mean, I hate to say this, but we are pitching this as Australians. America isn't a treasure. <laughs> so. Okay, but okay, hang on. I, I feel, I feel r- like I if it's, it's, it's going to be a tr- wrong I feel like there should be a treasure. But if there's going to be a twist, it's going to be like like William Teach was this famous pirate. He had so much treasure. So what did he treasure or call treasure? Yeah, and it's was, something that wasn't yeah, actually. Yeah, what was his idea of treasure? It's going to be like, for instance, like because like a lot of the stuff that he might have stolen could potentially decompose over time like they raided like things they raided like silk traders and things like that yeah. as well mm-hmm. and like <sighs> if gems gemstones spend too much time underwater they become really fragile and if you touch them they explode that's good fun. to know <laughs> that's got to be in there somewhere yeah yeah, yeah. the room of exploding maybe gemstones. that's why they have to sink the ship to explode the to gemstones explode, to, to explode all the gemstones, gemstones yeah. to get them out <laughs> oh I'll put a note next to sinking ship, exploding gemstones, and we'll come back to it. Okay, here's my pitch. There is a real treasure. They used it to fund the American Revolutionary War. It's American. Or maybe. treasure. Maybe. His feel-good message at the end. Maybe Blackbeard spent, like, he crafted this whole idea that he had this huge treasure. But actually, he spent all his treasure on Pirate Island, a secret haven for pirates. <laughs> <laughs> so all the pirates got okay. to, like, any pirates who escaped the Navy got to go and live out their lives in, in style. It's an and island then with a bunch of men. National Treasure it. 4, <laughs> we go to the island. <laughs> go to Pirate so, Island. So we, we, we get to the end. The treasure is we find a ledger. And it's and it's all of Captain Blackbeard's spendings, and we see that he, like he he created a safe, he created a witness protection for pirates, <laughs> and relocated and saved a bunch of pirates, and the uh, the ledger is a valuable piece of history, and that's it. <laughs> is that what we're saying? Okay, no, okay, fair enough. We've gone through all of these options. We need an actual treasure, yeah. That's yeah. where we've ended up. We're gonna have to have an actual treasure. You don't that they like find. Pirate Island. To be honest, I really do like Pirate <laughs> Island. It sounds like a it sounds like a Pirates of the Caribbean plotline, though, not it a national does. treasure plotline. Yeah. It sounds like a theme park, doesn't it? Which, to be fair, that might be a, a point to consider the theme park tie-in. I was sort of like Pirate so Island, I like Nassau, but like it actually worked. Like Nassau didn't couldn't maintain the golden age of piracy. But yeah. This island, they did it. They managed. They it did. It yeah. And they go there, and they're still pirates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a slice out of time. It's like it's going back in behind. time. <laughs> but no, so we th- they eventually lead to this house, and then we get yep. to the house, and then this is maybe where it starts to like we build underground, and potentially like this house turns out it, like underneath them is like this giant like cavern, like and this was like a smuggling thing, like pirates kind of went underground, yeah. and there's like this secret smuggling thing. So like, but that's been closed off and turned into like this the the, the booby trapped area for where this treasure is. And then, uh, I don't know where... To, and then, so, yeah, it's in there, I guess. 
and then there's booby traps and, and it's a now race. We've, we've, and there's so for following the plots of these films, we're close to the treasure now. Now there's got to be the um, bad guy has to arrive. Yes. Eventually. They've yeah, right? been and hot on the heels the entire time. Um, yeah. They had to, that's why they sunk the tourist thing is like, we're not going to be able to get away from him. So we'll sink it and then we'll do it underwater. That way we get ahead potentially. And then the other, mm. the bad guys on the step behind it has to like wait. So then. So does the president come back? Like, is this what's happening? Is now the president, <laughs> now that they're back on the case after all these years, now former president, what's his face, is. Um, like yeah, okay, I'm I'm down to pick back up this finding the treasure thing. So yeah, what's what's well, the go? Maybe yeah. After oh no, because president's Nicolas gone Cage, bad. Well, the other after, thing, maybe after Nicolas Cage abandoned it for so long, the president hired someone else. Around teamed up scene. with our actual villain. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the um, who is the descendant? Yeah. Yes. Who found the ship? Yeah. Okay. So they are acting together. But the maybe one of them has more nobler, and that's like where it's going to come. Like the culmination in the end is like at the treasure, and it's like, oh, who, who's going to take it? Who's going to what? What? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think I think there's got to be some moment there where you know, like Nicholas Cage is there with his son, and then there's the bad guy, and then there's former President McGillicuddy or whatever his name was. <laughs> it's the guy who plays the president in everything. The actor. Yeah. Get him yeah. back. And, and then, and then, um, there's some moment where. Um, it just sounds like a throwaway line, but it's actually a callback to something he said in the president in the previous movie in underground when he had kidnapped him. And that's like a, a clue to the president and the president's like, yeah, I am going to be on your side, Nicholas Cage. And then he kicks the bad guy off a cliff or whatever. And, yeah. and <laughs> somehow the president switches sides back yeah, this, again. Yeah, yeah. America year old, and... This like 70 year old president kicks a bad guy off a cliff. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying my ideas are perfect. Yeah, I I think, yeah, we play with that. Maybe like the president is like obsessed with this treasure because it's related to his like governor, the governor who's like, oh, maybe was a bit of a disgrace, and and he's like, he wants to, yeah, like which is the theme, like redeeming Mm. ancestors. But then like we get to the moment, and it's like he's like, you don't need to do that. Think of all the great things you did as president. Like you've you've done that. You don't need to find this treasure or like. And then he's like, Mm. yeah, like I'm better than this. And then turns on the guy, and then. Okay, sarah, sarah, you're at the end. Um, yep. I don't know. Are we happy with that as a basic? I mean, not basic, but plotline. <laughs> it's very. It's far from basic, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I yeah, I, I like that. I like that outline. I like I like all of the elements. I like the pirate thing. I like how it ties into America. I yeah, think I think it, I think it encompasses what National Treasure is in the first two movies. It has elements of each, so you. I mm. feel comfortable branding it as National Treasure Three. Yeah. <laughs> It's a mystery, it's a heist, it's America, Yeah. it's tenuous links to history. (laughs) Yeah, it's Nicholas Cage and treasure. So got everything. I think we move on now a bit to a bit of casting, which and I'm gonna bring back the Mm point the point of um need to make it relevant in today's Mm -hmm. cultural norm. So I think that comes down to uh, the casting of the the child and the casting Mm -hmm. of the villain. I think we need a because we have like these casts that I don't know. They're not really doing anything. Nicholas Cage is still around, but like, so we're gonna we're gonna keep the main yeah. core cast. Yeah. So it's like, well, we need to draw people in with some bigger names potentially for the Sun, who may continue on the National Treasure legacy in like a TV show or something. I don't know. I do. And the villain. I do have something to say about this. We have been assuming that it is a son, or you, you guys. Oh, it could be a daughter. That it is a son. Oh. Yes. We sh- we should make a note that to make these movies, you know, sort of reasonably diverse and representative. So I reckon. I think it would be interesting. Either Nicolas Cage has a daughter or for the villain to be a woman because all the villains in the past have been men. I like that. I love a good villain. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, that's a great idea. I was just saying son because I I kind of pictured Zac Efron as a a son of Nicolas (laughs) Cage, but the age doesn't work out there. I was absolutely on Zac Efron until I'm like, hang on, how old does this have to be? The age (laughs) doesn't really work out, but I was just picturing, I'm like, he could be the son of Nicolas Cage in this movie, but I think the age doesn't work out there. But I think, yeah. But who's but to say we can't have a daughter four. in it? <laughs> <laughs> National Treasure 4, when he's grown up, perfect. We'll ter- yeah, do a turnaround yeah, yeah. the year after so he doesn't get too old. So any suggestions? Yeah, but we'll set it in the future. <laughs> any ch- suggestions for actors, for the villain or the child? Uh, you know who plays a good villain who I really like, who's just all around great? Uh, Charlize Theron. She is Ooh, real good. Yeah, I don't, yeah she could that be a true. villain. I don't know. I don't know. Related. But I think we should also consider some, you know, some actresses who pretend like 
I don't know, like who you'd like to see as villains, but who might not get that part as often. Like give give it a chance to someone who potentially hasn't had that chance yet. So who are we thinking? Hmm? Natalie Dormer. I love Natalie Dormer. She could be a. No, nah, no one sees it. She's, all right. No, nah, no. Nah. She's got she's, her face is too good for it. Like she's got the perfect villain face. You need someone who's a little bit more unassuming. I think. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think because our villain is is evil, dressed up as researcher. Yes. Yes. Who's, so yeah. It's, it's like a scientist. Someone who's yeah. Hmm. So they need yeah. You need to sort of be able to look at them and sort of trust them if they wear a white lab coat. Actors are not my strong suit. I'm very. I, I'm just trying to think of like things that I've seen, but it's not working. <laughs> seen recently really well. Um, Do you reckon Sandra O oh could be a good villain? Because I've been watching a lot of Killing Eve. Sandra O <laughs> oh is amazing. So I reckon she could probably do it. I don't know. Mm. Uh, she is very contemporary right now. Very on the pulse with Killing Eve's doing great. Um, I, I could see it. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely see her in the researcher role. I don't know how, if I can picture the villain turn. Not a hundred percent sure about that. Um, while we're on it though, you mentioned well, Killing it, Eve. It would, I, I if, love Jodie Comer. So like, if yeah. we could always, she already kind of plays a villain in that, but it's a bit crazy. Maybe we give her a bit more of a down to earth. Because like, I sort of think that Sandra O oh could be a good pick if the villain's motives are quite like they seem quite. I don't know, maybe altruistic at in on the like outside. Like mm-hmm. it seems like she wants, like she she's, she's see like her. Uh, I suppose explanation to herself is quite righteous. I guess if she's like sort of that that sort of type, then that might work better. But I also think like mm. if we have the chance, we should open up the opportunity for more for more diversity in casting as well. Yeah, that's fair. Because but- like you know. There's quite, you think about it, quite a lot of the roles already go to Caucasian actors in mm. National Treasure movies, so. Yeah, I, I think I'm happy to, let's pencil in Sandra O oh for that. Um, mm-hmm. Any any uh, suggestions for son or daughter? Uh, I have one potential suggestion for son. Um, it's Joe yeah, so, Keery, so how, how... who is Steve Harrington in Stranger Things. Just I a do like him. He's a good um, actor. Subtle suggestion. I mean, well, we run into this problem every time we try and cast a, a child actor, which is there are the kids from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. There's the, kids, there's the kids from Stranger Things and there's the kids from It. And there's a bit of a crossover there as well. Some of them are in both. <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> it's, uh, but, I mean, the thing you'd actually do is is launch the career of an unknown with this yes. obviously yes. giant movie. But... um. That's not a very fun thing to think about. No. You could always get, oh, but he's British, not American. But, like, if you wanted, like, an older kid, you could get Aza Butterfield. I quite like him. Yeah, Aza hmm. Butterfield is very, actually, I like that. That's the kid from uh, Sex Education, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like him. He was also in that Netflix movie and was very good. I, I'm happy to, he's a bit more low, no, low name, or not, has been in, he's been in one movie that I've seen, so... I reckon that's a good I, I, idea. I believe he's Nick Cage's kid. Yeah. Oh, that's yes, one person. That, has, that, that is an important part of our casting process is we do have to believe that. First, that Nick we do. Cage had a kid with Abigail <laughs> and second, that the person we cast <laughs> is his kid. <laughs> On a, Genuinely, I, I think that, um, you know, it is very important that these movies make complete and total sense. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that with a straight face. <laughs> it's very important. I mean, we could just audi- yeah, just audition lots of people. I yeah. Pick the best. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think what we need to do is pick the person that most reminds us of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. Regardless yeah. of any other attribute. Well, <laughs> regardless however. of age. Or gender or anything else. <laughs> it ends up being like Nicholas Cage, Cage and then also Nicholas Cage de- with Benjamin de- Button. De aged Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage de aged plays the. You know what? He'd do it. He's crazy enough. We'll we'll, we'll 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 approach his people and see if he's interested in doing twice the work oh, for the third movie. No, he'd be really old now. I was just thinking we could get the guy who played the younger him in Ghost Rider. He'd be very old, but we could de age him. Look, it's, these are all <laughs> options. So, uh, 
I think we've got a, oh we're going a, a solid direction for the casting. So I think we, we've got ideas. They're yeah. on the table. Um, next up, I think is we could yeah just okay. We're already going a bit in the future. What if we push this way into the future? Okay. Get Nicolas Cage to play Nicolas Cage's kid, right? But, you know, way into the future. Yep. And then also get Nicolas Cage to play a dying Nicolas Cage. I don't remember what Nicolas Cage's character's name was in that movie. Something Gates? It was Nick Gates, I think. No, it wasn't Nick Gates. Thomas Gates? Gates? Thomas Gates? That was the ancestor. Gates. Nicholas Cage. I'm going to look it up. It was Benjamin Franklin Gates. <laughs> That's right. Benjamin Franklin Gates. So, with that so in what mind... what does he name his kid? Hamilton Gates. <laughs> no. Yes. Um, because of because it'll capture the Hamilton audiences. It'll be, it'll be great. The Theodore Gates. Theodore, Theodore Gates? Theo. Theodore Alexander sure. Gates. I like that. That's very good. How did you come up with that? Theodore Roosevelt, Alexander Hamilton. Ah, Theodore. They're, they're like the two American things I know that weren't terrible. I, like I mean, Theodore, if you really want to capture, Gates. if you really want to capture the Hamilton crowd, you should get Lynn to um, star in one of the roles. Well, should Lynn we get Lynn to do the music as his son? <laughs> oh, to do the music. <laughs> to do the music. I, well, there's a tie in there that I'm sure we can figure out. Uh, we'll, we'll approach Lynn and we'll see, like, hey, what do you want to do? Yeah. He can be like the we'll tour guy. Yeah, even just like schedule. Like, he might not have time to do anything more than cameo. Yeah, I think tour yeah. guide's a fun thing. Like him, like getting excited yeah. about this old ship, and he's like, I even wrote a yeah. rap about the ship or something, and then like just like, and quick, then we oh, don't and get then, to see it. Yeah, and then, they can be, like, <laughs> and then that's when they split off like, from the group. Standing on the dock as it's sinking, and he's horrified. Yeah, I love that. So we're introduced to him. He's taking the tour guide. He's doing the tour, and then he's like, "Oh, so excited about the ship!" He's like, "And even now, like later, I'm going to show you a rap about the ship." And then the tour guide moves off, and we, ne- and then they they go their own ways, and yeah. then we don't see him again until the ship's sinking, and then we just see him standing on the dock, just completely like losing his. He's just I'm so sad. Get I've got yeah. so much deja vu. Have we done this before? <laughs> Uh, Have we pitched an idea before <laughs> where we've gotten Lynn Miranda to write a thing and uh, then it, not show it? I'm sure you have. In our I'm 21 sure Jump have. Street musical, I believe we we maybe thought about doing something <laughs> very similar to that. <laughs> All right. Oh, my gosh. Final things I want to discuss with this movie is the all-important mm-hmm. name and then the marketing of this movie. So... so- did National Treasure 2 have like a tag like like National Treasure 2 Look that ellipsis? Up. Book of Secrets? Something like that. Oh, Book of Secrets. Secrets, of course. President's was it the I think it was Book, Book of, of Secrets. Se- it was Book of Secrets. It was Book of Secrets. Okay. So then we have National Treasure 3. Whoops, wrong ship. <laughs> <laughs> Dead men don't tell tales. Dead men's chest. Curse of the Queen Anne's Revenge. Uh <laughs> all the pirate names. You know, they are making a third National Treasure. Yeah, it's in post, but, but if we get ahead of it, they, they may not, not yeah, have written a script yet. I've just we seen that there. It's in, it's in pre-production or it's in production at the moment? Do you think it's mo- possibly going to be as good as this, though, no. It's being written. I reckon if we send this in, yeah, we might have a fair chance of this being the third <laughs> National Treasure But I will Treasure say, movie. I'm pretty sure, because when National Treasure 2 came out, uh, or what I watched, I was very excited for a third one. I'm pretty sure it's been mm. in development since like 2007. So. Yeah. But also yeah. writers of National Treasure 3, if you listen to this podcast and then take this for this, take this idea, you owe us money. Yeah, we will so specifically you, you owe Morgan and Dom money. Dom, yeah. I know you like <laughs> Bad Boys. Did, did you like Bad Boys for Life? I didn't like Bad Boys for Life, but I think I owe it a second. Well, chance. good news for you because the writer for Bad Boys for Life is writing National Treasure Three. I know. <laughs> All right, names for All our right. our treatment. Nash- National Treasure Three. National Treasure Pirates Life for National Treasure Three Pirates no. Life for Me. No. <laughs> National Treasure Three Pieces of Eight. Ah, oh, that's so. <laughs> Maybe it could be like National Treasure Three, Legacy something because it's Ooh, about legacy. his yeah. legacy. Na- just National so just Treasure National Three, Treasure Corrupt Legacy. Because National Treasure Two wasn't National Treasure Two; it was just oh, yeah. National no Treasure, Treasure Book, Book of, of Secrets. Secrets. This is just National Treasure Born Legacy. 
<laughs> or it could be like National Treasure Legacy of Gold or something. National Treasure Forbidden Legacy. <laughs> mm. I like I like this legacy idea. Yeah, because na- it's about legacy. Yeah. It's been we, we want to continue. And it's also like finish the, the series. movies and it's wrapping. Yeah, wrapping things up. Yeah, we have a lot. I mean, there are a lot of movies called Legacy these days, aren't there? Uh, sure. I'll take you. That's why I think it needs to be like Legacy not? something, mm. as opposed to just Legacy. National Treasure Last Legacy. Got the alliteration. Last Legacy. What? Like, what are you? Because he's also like continuing his father's legacy. National Treasure Sounds Legacy like... Reborn. <laughs> National Treasure New Legacy. Yes. <laughs> new Legacy. I like mm. New Legacy. I mean, if. If we go with my idea of if it is, it's not, it's the sun, but it's actually Nicolas Cage and it's set way in the future. I don't mind National Treasure 2049 as a, <laughs> as a title. I think we might get in trouble with that, that one. Okay. And we already have to deal with the rights to the National Treasure. To National Treasure. treasure. Okay. <laughs> National Treasure. I like, I, yeah, go. No, I was just saying, I mean, I like National Treasure Legacy, but... It sounds like you're going to pitch something. I was just going to say National Treasure, International Legacy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think as a working title, National Treasure, Legacy. It it sits, it flows, it's impactful. Everyone's like, what's the legacy? It's like, it's an old legacy. It's a continuing legacy. It is like Everyone sort of has their legacy because like there's the president who's descended from the governor and then there's the villain who's descended from Israel hands. So it's it's all their legacies. Yeah. I like that. So National Treasure Legacy, uh, we market it as we got to market it towards the people who like the original. And so like yep. new car, old cast returning p- people not familiar with the franchise, new big name villain and somewhat known son, child, girl, mm-hmm. daughter, yeah, person. That's the word. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's what the marketing needs to focus on. Uh, we open dates around the moment COVID-19 really pushing. I think we're aiming for a summer 2023 release. I'm not, uh, how do we feel about that? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely summer. Definitely summer. It's, yeah, it's definitely a summer movie. Or is it a Chris, is this a Christmas New Year's movie? New mm. year, new legacy, new franchise. I think it's a summer blockbuster. I think it's the biggest movie. <laughs> All right, well, then well, it'll be a summer blockbuster then. That's decided. Think it'll launch directly on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, actually, say, like it might be. We, we have to be careful about what we compete with in summer, because that's when you know mm. a lot of Disney movies get released. And you get Look, the I think with stuff. the way we're looking at the moment, Endgame is done. The MCU is dying. People are looking for a new cinematic universe to invest in, and I think the and National, uh, Treasure, National Treasure Cinematic Universe, National the Treasure. NTCU, is could have the potential. <laughs> <laughs> to capture that and keep that fire going. So really, we should launch as many new characters as possible to try and have as many spin-offs well, I think, as possible. I think the way well, we, I think we, yeah. we contain we it in this movie, but then we they off that we launch a TV show with like the sun and then we can introduce mm-hmm. lots more. Characters. I like the idea that the, yeah, the, okay, the sure. this movie we all this isn't we haven't discussed this, but like the president has so at the end. And then maybe using incorporating the company takes over from the villain or something, starts a task force of treasure hunters and hires the sun. And they, they are then securing treasure officially as part of their job. And then we move into an episodic TV yes. show that with the sun as the lead. And they are sort of like librarians. They are like style. the National Treasure yeah, and Bureau. And it's the, yeah, the NTB, National Treasure Bureau, or yeah, National Treasure Hunter. Like that, that's the TV show. And that's set up. We'll lay eggs for that throughout. But I think that's the ultimate goal of this, is this movie ends the trilogy whilst propelling it forward. National Treasure Legacy, the movie. Yeah. And we have the TV show. And you can... you can boom. And I think... So this is going to come into marketing as well. Um, I, li- I really like the idea of a lot of... I think video games do it most, but the idea of... Um, uh, there's a word for it, but I forget. But it's like, suddenly there's a website that's domain. And then you go there and there's like, I don't know. It looks a bit, and there's a puzzle, and then so the idea of like there's a treasure hunt, a, like, like an like ARG, ARG. Is what I'm thinking of. So there's like this ARG around mm. this movie and the television show. So it's like real life treasure hunting that gets people invested in the whole new. Re- well, because people have done this before, the where where they have actually buried yeah. a treasure, and and you've got to play the ARG to to find the treasure. So 
maybe we just launch with the ARG and then the treasure that people fight is just a movie. Yeah, or like tickets to the <laughs> yeah. premiere or something. And it's just and it just says at the bottom, premiere, six months from the date you <laughs> yeah. find this post. And then that's that's the big or gimmick. We just keep completely quiet soon. about we it. We don't tell them when. Yeah. But then that's <laughs> that's the uh, that's the marketing. And then after the movie comes out to keep this the fire going until the TV show, we kind of make an app and it's similar to geocaching, but it's treasure hunting and we will lay and we will set up and then mm-hmm. we create this whole community built around our movies and then we have them and we will be rich and National Treasure will continue on mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. The end. That's my marketing That's plan. <laughs> Although um, I'd like to put in that when we are so rich, we buy the rights back from Disney. Oh, yeah. As soon as we can get out of out from under Disney's thumb, we, we do. And then we start mm-hmm. the, um, I think, what, what should we call it? Uh, we'll call it... We'll call it uh, the Treasure Chest, and that'll be our online streaming service where all National Treasure-related products will... We can't call it Pirate Bay, can we? No. (laughs) We'll call it Pirate (laughs) Island. Uh, And that's where we will have access to all the movies, all the TV shows, everything to do with our new uh, NTCU. Or just NTU, National Treasure Universe, because we're going to be television, cinema. We're going to be across the board. And that's, I think, where I, I'm happy with that. Are you, how are you guys feeling about this this pitch this week? Are we feeling good? Yeah. Yeah. Have yeah, we done it? Have I, we? I'm 100% have we done it justice, board. Finn? Is this what you wanted to see when you came? I to- I think we couldn't do do it more justice. <laughs> I think I think we've truly encom- encompassed the spirit of the, of the NTU. Yeah. Well, great. That sounds good to me. Uh, thank you for coming on today, Dom. Would you like to do the, you know the official spiel at the end about rights and you know just how we close out. Thank you for your submission to Pitch and Tent. Um, uh, as, as you know, uh, that is now our uh, pitch. You no longer have any rights to it. If you or anyone else do go out and, and create this, we will sue you <laughs> and we will yeah. win. And uh, yeah, now that that's the official stuff out of the way, thank you again for coming on. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and, uh, it was delightful. Thank you, Dom, for uh, joining me and uh, helping me with this. I know... You're, you're the official expert because you just watched National Treasure 1 and 2. So that, that timing Thank couldn't you. have worked yes. out better. And, 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 and if I had have known this pitch was coming, I would have paid more attention. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, until next time, uh, we'll see you in the pitch and tent then. I, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. See ya. <laughs> Bye. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.